Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 91 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost, the best web hosting for just $3.95 a month. Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority, and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com episode 91 and click for more information today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursday. On Thursday, as you know, we discuss deep thoughts, including overarching strategy and organizational structure, and today is no different. But before we get into that, I have a couple of announcements that I've been making this week. I want to make sure, even if you've missed a few episodes being out on vacation, that you've got the latest scoop on these things. The first announcement that I have for you is that I've got a new ebook coming out soon. It's called What Customers Want. If you're a member of the social pack already, then you will get a sneak peek pretty soon delivered in your inbox. But don't worry, if you haven't signed up for the social pack yet, it's not too late. Just head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the button in the top right hand corner of the website and you can sign up for the social pack so you can still get that ebook at the same time that the other social pack members do. The second announcement is that I had the free 30 minute coaching sessions in the month of December as my holiday gift to you, courtesy of Telligent, who was our sponsor last month. But I noticed that I wasn't able to help as many people as I wanted to. I think it's probably because I didn't have as many slots opened as I would have liked to, and you guys were probably out on vacation. So I want to make sure I'm able to help everybody, and I've extended those free coaching sessions through the month of January. So if you have something that you need help on, just head on over to sociallysupportive.com, click that button, and schedule your free 30-minute coaching session with me. Whatever questions or concerns you have about your digital or social customer care program, just go ahead and sign up. Let me know what it is that you're struggling with, and we'll get to the bottom of it. So those are announcements for today. Let's get into today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Drake, who said, Sometimes it's the journey that teaches you a lot about your destination. And our book of the day by Rick DeLisi and Matthew Dixon is titled The Effortless Experience, Conquering the New Battleground for Customer Loyalty. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about digital customer experience refresh. Or we could also call this decluttering your digital customer journey. 
Let's talk about why we would need to do some sort of refresh on whatever the customer's experience is on our digital platforms. Because according to Forrester, use of help or FAQs on a company's website increased from 67% in 2012 to 81% in 2015 among U.S. online adults. And Andrew Kutriavi, CEO of Intechnic, said, Research conducted by HubSpot.com reveals that when asked about the most important factor in a website, over 75% of respondents stated they rank ease of finding the information at the top. Then, Chartbeat's data shows that people don't read hard things. It shows that most readers scroll to about the 50% mark or the 1,000th pixel in Slate Stories. We spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about the concept of deflection. We talk about using your digital and social customer care to deflect contacts from your call center, sometimes deflecting from support chat, Sometimes we're trying to deflect contacts from social media customer care or messaging and have folks use self-service. The reason I talk so much about this is twofold. The first reason is because we all work for companies who for one reason or another are trying to save money, save resources. Whether you're a nonprofit, a not-for-profit, or a for-profit company, whatever happens with the excesses of money that you're saving from not wasting resources, that's what we're looking to do, is save money from not wasting resources. And that comes from being very efficient. But the other reason that I think is equally important is because as a customer myself, and you're a customer of someone too, The amount of our time as consumers that is wasted on searching endlessly for information that we know now could be found so much easier is so unnecessary, but it takes people like you and like me to get together and formulate some sort of structure to get this cleaned up. And as I've said, this is the week of New Year's resolutions of decluttering everything So I offer you these 10 simple steps to go about refreshing your digital customer care experience. Are you ready? Let's do it together. You probably work for a company that I'm a consumer of. So what's interesting about this podcast is I often think about whatever information I give to you that is helpful to you is probably going to come right back around to me in the form of a better experience. I'm excited about this. All right, that's very meta. So let's get out of that. We'll talk about these 10 steps. Step number one, go grab data around customer dissatisfaction. Whether you get your customer dissatisfaction data from tags in your social tool, if you do a keyword search for frustrated or angry or can't find, whatever way you look through your tags in your social customer care tool. And then you can also pull surveys. Wherever you get your surveys from, whether you have a tool like Medallia, when you're emailing out surveys as a whole organization, or if you have particular surveys, if you're participating on Twitter, if you've got that going on, if you've got customer messenger chat, if you're lucky enough to be part of that beta program, wherever you're getting your customer feedback, grab that data, 
and start looking for clues. See what is most popular in causing frustration with your customers. This gives you a good place to start to maximize the return on your time investment. Then for step two of 10, I want you to head on over to your website. Just go straight to your website. And then step three, select a particular tab or location. Whatever frustration point somebody talked to you about, whether someone was frustrated about not being able to locate some information in your community, or maybe they can't find something on your website, or the process flow in the website was not to their liking. Maybe they talked about content that you have on your YouTube page. Maybe it's a how-to video or an instructional video. Whatever that is, select that place and hone in on that. Then in step four, drill down on a particular customer use case. In this location, is somebody looking for product information? Maybe somebody is having trouble making a payment. Maybe they're requesting assistance. Hone in on one particular use case that you're looking for. Then in step five, I want you to walk through the use case as a customer would. You may need to literally close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out. If you don't use your products and services every day, then you're going to have to take off the hat of employee and think about what it would be like to be a customer going through this. If you have test accounts, if you have like a demo slice or something like this where you can actually walk through the entire process the customer would walk through, that's very helpful. Or if you're lucky enough to be at a company where you are a customer of your company's products and services, which is great for walking a mile in the customer's shoes, then actually go through your own account and go through this process as a customer would. When you're walking through this use case as a customer would, I want you to look for a few things. I want you to look for Is something hard to find? Are you trying to find something where you need to click or fill something in? Is something hard to locate? Or are the instructions unclear? Is the information or directions that you're being given, are those unclear? Look for broken links. This is so easy to fix. And sometimes when a customer is having some trouble It could be because they don't realize that something is even supposed to be a link or when they try to click the link, it's broken and it's not working for them. I can't tell you how many times self-service fails out because there's some link that's not functioning as it's supposed to or some action that is supposed to happen is not completing as it's supposed to. Look for weird behavior too, like circular navigation. If you're on any place on the web, whether it's in your community, on your website, your YouTube page, wherever your social and digital customer care program would have purview over that, look and see if there's something circular. How many times have you gone to check on whether a package has been delivered or you're going through an order process and it keeps throwing you through the same circle? And you're like, why when I press this button, does it bring me right back to this same place? That doesn't make any sense. You can struggle with that for several minutes, assuming that you're doing something wrong when really there's just something that's not working right in the technology. So check for those. And then an overarching concept is to step back and instead of looking for hard and clear cut break fix items or you know unclear information, look for overarching undue burden that is placed on the customer. 
in my Try It Now episode, I think it's episode 26. I'm sorry, I don't have it right in front of me. I'll put it in the show notes for you. But in the Try It Now episode, I talk about making sure that as a company, we are taking most of the burden of work on ourselves and not asking customers to do things that should be easier. Have you ever gone someplace and you're filling in some data on the website and they have a scrolly bar that just scrolls forever rather than just being able to type something in? Like when you put in your date of birth and it scrolls all the way from 1900, the scrolly bar is an interesting feature and it has its place in certain cases. But if you're going to start scrolling from 1900 for the year of someone's birth, we might be there for a long time. So maybe it's better to just allow someone to type in that year. These are things that you want to look for is making that undue burden go away. Then step six of 10, I want you to capture these opportunities. You should have noticed when you're walking through the use case just as a byproduct of working for the company, maybe being a customer yourself, there should be opportunities you've located for a few things like content creation, meaning is there an article or an FAQ that should be there that doesn't exist, where if you would simply put that extra content there, you could avoid several calls coming into your call center, or maybe nobody would have to reach out to you on social media for that particular issue. You could save yourself a whole bot flow if you had maybe another piece of content in there. You never know. Also, look and see if there's a need for you to reorganize some of this content. I spent several years in my career creating content and moving content, and I'm here to tell you there is a whole science behind what they call taxonomy structures in terms of how you organize content so that people are most easily able to find it. And if you think about organization, it can be done in so many different ways that Something that makes sense to you when you're creating it may or may not make sense to the end user. And also, something that makes sense when you first start out may or may not make sense as your product and services suite continues to grow. You may have outgrown the way that you've got your digital content organized, and it may be time for you to shift things around. Putting things where people can find them makes it so much more likely that they will use the online content rather than giving up in frustration and then reaching out to talk to one of your agents to answer the question. I'd also like for you to look for opportunities for policy modification. As you're going through these different processes, did you find something that you thought, wow, I wonder why this is even a policy or why this policy exists in this fashion? If it doesn't make sense at all, or if it doesn't make sense anymore, make a note to go back and review that policy to see if it can be eliminated or changed. Then you also want to look for opportunities for technology modification. If something is not working in the best possible way, if it's overdone, if it's underdone, whatever it is, maybe you need to go ahead and take the opportunity to modify your technology so that it better suits the way that your customers are using it. Now, step seven of 10 is to make sure that you interview your frontline agents. Now that you've got all these notes and all these opportunities that you've captured, before you go too far, interview your frontline agents, interview your frontline leadership, 
Ask about the processes that you've selected to map and ask their opinion on the opportunities that you've captured. You'd be surprised at what you'd learn because, as I like to always say, the frontline agents know things and can see things that you have no way of knowing or seeing, just like you have purview to things that they have no way of knowing or seeing. Want to make sure that you get that aligned before you take it further because you can save yourself so much time and heartache if you stop and talk to them about it first. Step eight of 10 is to make sure that you meet with your stakeholders. Once you've decided on different changes that need to be made, you want to make sure that you stop and talk to your strategic internal alliances, which you can learn about on episode 12, before you go in refreshing any digital customer experience components. And here's why this is really important, because especially at large organizations, it seems like today no one person owns your digital experience. Even if you have a web strategy team, if you have somebody who's in charge of your web technology, it it doesn't matter because so many inputs are feeding into what's happening online that just because it doesn't make sense for you to have something some way, it doesn't mean that you won't be breaking something that makes a lot of sense in a different part of the organization. So do make sure that you see episode 12, Strategic Internal Alliances, for suggestions on who these other stakeholders could be and what it is that they might have running in and out of your web interactions. Then step nine of 10 is to go ahead and design an improvement plan using your findings. And step 10 of 10, don't forget to measure your results and adjust accordingly. Report to leadership and then repeat with other touch points. So there you have it, 10 very clear steps that you can take to go through refreshing your digital care customer experience. If you track this through, I bet you'll find that you'll save yourself a whole lot of interactions. And those are interactions that could be better spent dealing with very complex and unusual issues that customers have rather than something that customers are becoming very frustrated on your digital landscape before they reach out to you, you'll have those people who should be able to self-serve in a better position to self-serve and they won't even be reaching out to you. That's a win-win for everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. Also, don't forget, with Park and Fly, you can save 10% off their posted rate by heading over to sociallysupportive.com episode 91. If you've got a business trip that's coming up, Park and Fly is a great alternative to parking directly at the airport and having to walk for a long time through whatever elements might be happening outside. So head on over to the show notes, look for Park and Fly and save 10%. All right, this has been Thoughtful Thursday. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for Freeform Friday where we talk about whatever we feel like 
because it's Friday. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I will catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.